clouds up in the sky, there lies a city that meets my eyes. The city is made of silver and gold. It has my heart. It has my soul. Amen. Today we're going to look at Hebrews in the 11th chapter and read about faith and see beyond the clouds and realize God is at work in a powerful way, starting at the 29th verse. By faith, people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry ground, but when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, as a rabbi, the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say, for time failed me to tell of as, as Gilly and and Barak and Samson and Jephthah of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, attained promise, shut the mouth of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness because mighty in war, they put foreign armies to flight. And then at the 39th verse, yet all these things, Though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised since God had provided something better so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our day, our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we gather here, I realize more and more our uniqueness makes the difference. God has made each one of us in a special way for a special purpose. I saw that yesterday when I was up in Cullowee, and we were handing uh, Andrew off to college. And I looked up at the clouds up there in the mountains and I noticed uh, something I'd never really thought about, but every cloud is unique. Every cloud is special. It serves a purpose. There's many types of clouds that they do many things. And the Bible is full of references and connection to clouds. From the very beginning to the children of Israel, to Jesus ascending into a cloud, knowing that we are indeed on a living planet that God has made just for us and for this world to show a glimpse into glory, to show that heavenly home, the place that we are called to, that are beyond the clouds up in the sky. There lies a city that meets my eyes. The city is made of silver and gold. It has my heart. It has my soul. My father rewrote that last verse of that poem I wrote as a child 
it has my heart, it lures my soul. He changed it from it has my heart, it has my soul, to it has my heart. sermons a lot and I love to write I would sit in the pew take the bulletin and write a poem it would be based on what he was preaching I would play with words and it was fun little did I know God was working in me then to be his faithful servant to do what I'm called to do you don't have to worry about being special you are we all are and we see that and our scriptures today will start with the first verse here by faith, that's so important in our spiritual life. Um, by faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry ground. When the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. Now, of course, we know this is the great story of the Exodus. As you know, Genesis, Exodus. The children of Israel are escaping slavery, and they're going um, to the promised land. And here, by faith, they are making this journey. Every journey as a believer is by faith. We don't even go without it being by faith, I hope. I hope everything we do is by faith because faith is what makes us who we are. By faith, the people pass through the Red Sea as if it were dry ground. And then the pursuing army of the Pharaoh, uh, they tried to cross the sea and they were drowned. So faith got the people beyond the army, through the sea, to there in the promised land to dry ground. That meaning is the faith we have in God. And he edifies this even more, and he says, By faith the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days. And we know the story. Children of Israel come up on the city, the oasis city of Jericho. I've been there. Some of you have been there. We've seen the walls, the archaeological evidence of the you know, broken walls. And the army marched around. They didn't march around with siege weapons. They marched around with horns, and they tooted their horns. They played their music. And then the walls fell. Faith is what brought those walls down. And by faith, um, so Rahab. Is this unique lady who is not a lady of uh, the same standard as many in the scripture, but one who was living a life of sin, yet she went beyond her own sin to open the window and make the way for the children of Israel to be able to take the city that they had been promised. And he says, what more should I say? Before time would fail me to tell of Gideon and um, Barak and Samson and Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets. So he's listing all these great stories of the Old Testament of people who are unique Yet by faith, they are able to do what God would have them do. Who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouth of the lions, quenched raging fires, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put 
foreign armies to flight. So by faith, right in the word he didn't veer from a one iota not one bit iota you know it was a greek letter i've stayed true to the word now i'm gonna veer a little bit off the word and talk about by faith because faith uh, works in combination in our lives faith um, is how we overcome fear because fear is also a great motivator people are afraid we're coming back yesterday in a long trip off the mountains. It was so pretty. And my GPS, my Apple Maps, I switched from Google Maps to Apple Maps. They're both not too smart, but I listened to them. And the GPS said, uh, turn and save eight minutes. And I went, that's odd. I was on 40. I mean, why turn off 40? That's the quickest way. But I uh, totally honest. I said, I don't know if to listen or not. And she didn't answer. I don't know if she was not paying attention to me or what. But um, I said, I'm going to listen to this machine today. And I turned off, and next thing I know, I'm in the most massive traffic jam I've been in in years. There was a 50-car pileup. And everybody go in, and they're too dangerous. These four away stops. Somebody, and maybe in Durham, designed this thing up at Duke. I don't know. I'm picking on them because we dropped Hannah off last week at Durham, and that was a mess too. But we finally got home, and I was thinking to myself, Lord, what a trip. And then I said, I'm complaining, and I got home, and 50 people have broken cars now. See, faith is how we overcome the challenge. Because we all face that challenge. But this makes us unique, and uniqueness makes the difference. It's not the bad things that happen to us. All these people I listed, bad things happened to. The children of Israel were slaves. The Egyptians were under the control of a... Some of you very much relate to me today. Others have related in the past, and some of you will relate. Believe me, you don't understand it till you go through it. It's the truth. Your children just don't need to grow up. Just stay little as long as you can. Stay Dennis the Menace. He's perpetually five years old. Stay little. For the sake, I finally understand why my parents, you know, boxed up my room after I went to college. You know, I told you that. And I was so upset in all these years I've been upset. I told y'all I was upset. I'm still upset. I now know why they did it. It dawned on me this morning when I looked at the empty room. It weren't me. It was them. They boxed it up because my mother had to go and she didn't want to see an empty room. So she boxed it up. It weren't about me. It was about her. My mother did it. 
All these years, I didn't know. See, faith is this ability to take disability and make it extraordinary. Faith takes our pain and makes it God's gain. Faith allows us to reroute our lives and find the new direction God would have us take. Now, that's good. Sermon right now is good. I've stayed on the Bible the first part. I've got a little emotional and a little connection through the second part. Now we're going to go to the third part, and I'm going to bring it home. I told somebody earlier, you get it, better watch out. I done been to the mountain. I've seen beyond. I've seen the clouds up in the sky. I've seen two butterflies come to the window of my truck as I'm starting to drive off. And those two butterflies to me represent my two children that now are in uh, school at a well, different level. And my other child's back there and she's about to take off with Mina back to Kuwait. And my children have all flew to Coop and the nest is empty. And I saw those two butterflies and it was a sign to me because I'm that way. I'm strange. You ever do that on a football field? You pause and kind of point up at a cloud? You have all the guys looking up there. <laughs> Go, what, what's he saying? And then you take the ball and run for a touchdown. That's how you do it. <laughs> By faith. You get them looking one way and you go the other. Because God's got a direction, a plan, a path for each one of us because we're unique. We're special. And how do we know we are? Therefore, it says, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. So let us lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. God's already made it. He's already made the path. He's just waiting for us to take the path. He's saying, I want you to take this path. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Why are you not listening to me? Listen to me. This is your path. Take your path. This is what I made for you. I have moved heaven and earth so that you can do this. I want you to be successful. I want you to be loved. I want you to be happy. I want you to have the best because you are my child. Why are you not listening to me and taking this path I've laid out for you? Why do you fight me? Why do you stand against me? Why do you betray me? Why do you turn away from me? Listen to me. I love you. Take that's what God is saying. And how do we know? Because this cloud of witnesses, the clouds, see the clouds? Beyond the clouds up in the sky, the clouds, every cloud is unique. Every cloud. There's all kinds of clouds. I looked it up on my Google. Where's my phone? I'm going to pull it up and try to do some science here. Uh, man, if we'd had Google when I was in school, oh my Lord, how mercy. I'd have been a genius. I'd, I'd have had the answer. I'd have said, hold on, teacher. I'm looking it up. They don't let y'all do that. That ain't right. That just ain't right. I mean, my Lord have mercy. It's like a pencil, you know. That, that won't work, will it? That, that logic doesn't work with you teachers. Look at you teachers over there laughing at me. Those teachers, they're, they're something now. You got to watch them. Oh, my Lord. Um, what am I looking for? Okay. See, that's what happens when you get older. Somehow I got a lot. There it is. There is a cumulus cloud. Those are the puffy ones. Don't you like those? How many like cumulus clouds? I love cumulus clouds. They're so pretty. They're cirrus clouds. Some of you already know this. Hamilton, I know you know it. 
there's, there's serious clouds. And serious clouds are like the little thin veil, uh, like the little wispy little clouds up in the sky. Then there's noculus clouds, noculucent. Uh, we're going to go right by that one and go to another one. <laughs> there are polar stratospheric clouds. You know, when God made clouds, I wonder if he did that. He said, I'm going to make a noculucent. I don't think he did that. He just said, there's a cloud. And it came into being. There's all kinds of cl there's wave clouds. You like wave clouds? You see those at the beach a lot. They're like waves up in the sky. They're so pretty. See, see, God has made everyone special. And they encircle this third planet from the sun where we have life. And we have purpose and meaning. God has made it possible for us to live our lives through love and hope and aspiration. See, the clouds are above us to show an example. In this great cloud of witnesses, they're watching over us. And they're wanting us to lay aside every weight that's holding us back. Me and Mina were talking the other night. Uh, now, Mina and Leanna took a trip down to New Orleans and got into jazz and uh, they're into music, as you know, Mina, he plays in the National Orchestra in Kuwait, and he's like a, like a Mozart on the violin, and, and uh, then Leanna, of course, with the clarinet, and they love music, and they went down, and they went to the city of jazz, and they fell in love with that. But me and Mina were talking the other day, and he was talking about how, from the last time he was here in America, how there seems to be a lot of anger now in America. And that's a keen observation there is. And what is this anger based on? Of course, this anger is based on all kinds of socioeconomic, political reasons. People are divided. But the real reason I think there's so much anger is the nation is trying to go beyond God. And they're losing the greater purpose. Because I think we cannot know who we are till we seek who God is. And that uniqueness is us looking for something greater in our lives. Someone greater. And when we see these clouds, it helps us to see our life and put it in perspective to what God has created to realize there is something more. So it's saying, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so clings to us. And let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Uh, I went to Methodist, of course, as you know, Methodist College, Methodist University now. Uh, I walked on tennis team. I played all kinds of intramural sports. Uh, played tennis for four years. I used to be really thin. I used to run a lot. Uh, and Coach Mason Sykes, some of you may know who I'm talking about, Coach Mason Sykes, wonderful soccer coach, was the tennis coach. Uh, and he believed in us being in shape, which I didn't totally agree with, uh, of course. And he used to want us to run all the time. He said, run, run, run. And he had a course laid out around the campus to run. And, and uh, he, he would say, okay, run. Now, he'd be smoking a cigarette when he would tell us to do this. And he'd be sitting there drinking a soda. Run, run. And I, Coach, I don't want to run today. Run, Jerome, run. And so I figured it out. I was real smart in college. If I would go right past his eyesight when I turned by the science building, I could cut right by the science building, 
and I can go over there and sit down for a little while and rest while the boys were running all the way around the campus, and then I could rejoin them on the other side of the library. I'm not saying y'all supposed to do this. This is technically cheating. It's very wrong. Very, very bad. And I decided one day I was going to pull my plan because I'd already canceled, you know, I'd already kind of canvassed. I looked at it and I knew I'd save and I'd have at least five minutes to sit there and relax and, you know, take my time. And so I cut by the science building and I'm happy and I'm running over there and everything's good. And I sit down and I wait and I figure, well, they're about rounding the curb now. And here I go and I go running by the library and I make the turn around the library and I run right over Mason's side. You, you're cheating, aren't you? And I'm going, Coach, I don't, I, I had to go to the bathroom. That's what it is. That's my answer. No, you didn't. I watched you the whole time, and you sat there and didn't do anything but look at the clouds up in the sky. He said, now you got to run more. And I said, I didn't ride. And he said, well, if you're going to be on my team, you got to run. What's the scripture saying? And let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us in other words there's God's way and there's our way and guess one guess which one is the winner God's way or our way God's way because God's got a race for every one of us and some of us are going to run a race that goes through a valley that's going to be dark and it's going to be fearful and some of us are going to go through a sea that's going to have to be opened so the army behind us won't catch us. And some of us are going to be challenged through sorrows as they're driving on 40 westbound and eastbound and there's going to be a big pileup and we're going to get stuck. Some of us are going to have to say goodbye to children and say hello to children. Each one of us have a race. So how do we make it? Oh, some would say that you just got to be uh, you, you know, positive, uh, and that's wonderful. Positivity is wonderful. I love positive. If I weren't so positive, I'd be negative. I mean, we all want to be Pollyanna at times, right? Don't you love that movie, Pollyanna? She's so happy. And then she turns very bitter and sad, and then the people she helped were the people that come back and help her because positivity begets positivity. But the truth is, this is a sad old world. How do we make it? So we just can't put our foot in front of the other. There's something more that's needed. Well, perhaps I can, uh, somehow I can wheel myself. I can, uh, but you know, you can never dig yourself out of a hole you have dug. Just can't. If you dug the hole and you're in the hole, you can't get out of the hole. The more you dig, the lower you go, not the higher you go, because that's not the way the world really works. Trouble comes in bucketfuls. America's in a mess now. It's trying to find answers that are easy instead of dealing with the tough answers which require tough love and reconciliation. See, we need something more than just optimism. We need faith. By faith, the people pass through the Red Sea. That's always a point uh, when you're preaching. If you ever hit the Bible, you see it. It's like, wake up. 
This is just like a teacher with a textbook. It says it right here in the textbook. I love clipboards. There's something about a clipboard. It's got a spring on it. And you can take it and you can put your papers in there and lower the thing and it comes with all sorts of ability to write when you can't write clipboards are so powerful and I just love don't you love those little folders that you could put the names of your classes and put your notes in and everything uh, that's that's just wonderful see God gives us ways to 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 live the life see faith is not in here that's the mistake we have cognitively made in the Western world that faith is somehow intellectual. It's academic. It's based on smarts. Smarts is not always cut out to be. I've known a lot of smart people, far smarter than me. Lord, when I was in a doctoral program, those people were super smart. I was in there looking around going, oh my Lord, these people are smarter than I am. I didn't try to fool them and try to be something I weren't. I didn't go up there and say, I'm so smart and I'm so glad to be with you smart people and we're all smart together. I didn't do that. I came up and I said, how y'all doing? How's the weather where you live? What do you like to eat? Because I'm very smart at food. I'm an expert at butter beans and biscuits. See, Faith isn't in here. I don't ever try to get you to learn more here. <laughs> That's Sunday school teacher's job. That's your parents' job. I don't have you very long. What I try to do is get you in here. In your heart. Well, actually, it's more here. I carried his boxes up. And of course, they were doing the curbside thing, and we had to go to a staging area, and it was like taking two hours, and I'm complaining, going, this is the stupid idea. Whoever has this be put in jail. How come you take so long, and when you just let us park in the parking lot, we'd grab his stuff and run up to the dorm, and they had us waiting and waiting, and I'm sitting there complaining. But dare and it was a dare and I took the boxes and I went up the flights of stairs I had forgot uh, just that uh, just that futon that uh, Hannah had that had to go up Granville eight stairs you know uh, eight flights and so I got up there and I had on my Apple watch and, and I said I, I gotta stop a minute I gotta stop and Josh was there from Charlotte and he was helping with some other stuff and Andrew's hurrying on and I'm, I gotta go I, I gotta stop y'all go and I put down the boxes and I look at my Apple watch and my heart rate is, and Leona told me not to talk about this, but I'm going to tell you all because you all need to know it. She said, you don't need to talk about these things, but you need to know it. The Apple Watch said my heart rate was 136. I said, oh, my Lord, have mercy. I got to sit down. I pulled a Fred G. Sanford. I got to sit down. <laughs> and I found me a chair. And here come Josh and Andrew. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm looking at that Apple Watch, and it's slowing down a little bit. 
My heart rate used to run 60 when I played the collegiate athletics. 60, while I was exercising. That means your heart doesn't need to beat a lot to get the oxygen to your brain. <laughs> uh, it, it can beat slower. It means you're strong in your heart. And here I am, 136, oh my Lord, I, I'm saying, but thank goodness it's not saying zero, because if it did, I'd scream, oh my God. Now, I think the watch are lying myself. I don't think it's telling the truth. See, because I'm there not by a watch or by technology. I'm not there by what I know. I'm there by who I know. Jesus. By faith. Because that's what faith is. Faith isn't what you understand. Faith is who you know. And if you look at every one of these stories, by faith, the people passed through. By faith, the walls fell. By faith, they were able to take the city, all these wonderful characters. Every one of them had a personal relationship with God. And it says here that wasn't enough. They needed something more. And what is that more? Clouds are pretty, but clouds are not going to save me. Jesus saves by faith in Jesus. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. By faith. But tomorrow is going to come. The house will be a little emptier. You remember that scene out of Andy Griffin when Opie accidentally kills the mother bird? Remember that? And he's got to raise the little bird, you know, little birdie. The daddy says, well, you did it, so you got to face it. They don't make shows like that much anymore. But you remember that last scene where he's got to let it go and he's not happy and he's sad and he said, but I, I fed it and I've taken care of it and, 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 and how do I do this? And he says, well, you have to. And he lets it go and Opie's hanging his head down. He was so cute when he was a little boy. He didn't grow up that way, but he was so cute, Ron. How, just so cute. And then Andy where daddy looks up and says, look at the trees. Listen, they're so full of the music. By faith is ultimately letting go and letting God work the miracle. Let us pray. Dear Lord, let us open our hearts that we may grow in faith today. And know that the journey set before us can be a challenge, but there's no challenge so great that you haven't helped us to overcome. Lord, be with us as we go forward that we may let love win. Let us let go and let you take hold of our lives and let that peace that surpasses all understanding take place. And Lord, let us ride this chariot of fire that you are sending to us in the form of love and peace that we may find your presence. In Jesus' holy, sweet name we pray. Amen.